following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Do you trust the process? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Processing the Process. I am Brian Finch. With me is my great co-host, even better friend, Ryan Holt Bailey. So, Bray. I pride myself in being a good friend. Yeah. The the long distance relationship extends to even friendships, and it's it's challenging, right? Yeah. There's, there's an event going on tonight. Uh, Missing game night at our studio, yeah. And I will be in attendance. Ryan obviously cannot, and this that's the kind of things that happen from time to time that suck. But uh, I am dreaming of a way, trying to figure out a way that I can convince my wife. She doesn't listen to processing, so I can probably say this and not worry about anything, but. I'm trying to find a way to get down to Texas and visit a whole bunch of my friends that live down there right now. Hell yeah. So there's you, there's Andy. Don't come in the summer. No, it's I'm thinking October. (laughs) Yeah. Like maybe even catch a football game would be dope. Yeah. 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 So probably not in the cards for 2022, but big, big dreams. Maybe how about this for my 40th? I'll try and convince. I know it's two years out, but for my 40th, I'll make some yeah. sort of crazy Texas tour. I even hit up Nashville on the way down, right? Because that's kind of gotta hit up Nashville. It's my favorite city in the United States. It's it's kind of on the way, right? Like I wouldn't. It's, it's dead center in between Buffalo and Dallas. That's perfect, dude. We're gonna ten hours, eat ten hours there, ten hours the other the other way. All right. Well, if I'm planning two years out, I can probably convince the wife that this is going to happen. And October will be a good month because you got the Texas State Fair, which okay. is great. You got the Cotton Bowl. Go see all that. Bam. Texas State Fair is right at the Cotton Bowl, right in the heart of it. Try and catch at least two college games. Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. Oh, yeah. Maybe even go to your local high school, right? You said you got some pretty sick high schools around you. Yeah. Yeah, I could take you to a couple high school games. That's. I mean, we're gonna just uh, end recording. Fast forward to 2024. Man, that was watch, watch. Watch grown men attack each other, but they're like 17 years old. <laughs> yeah, make me look like a. Well, yeah. like I do. They, yeah, they, they would kill kill us probably. So. So combine day one, day two <clears throat> in the books. Day three going on as we speak. Uh, big news coming out of the combine. Number one, Ryan, to you is. Do you have anything? I didn't know if there anything popped to you. Oh, like what? Like what's the biggest thing? Yeah, what's the biggest thing to come out of it? Either you know, current player wise news. Um, obviously, there's some, uh, but as far as on field performances, uh, I don't know. Uh, I have one. Uh, Brandon Bean announced Josh Allen is untradeable, so that kind of shocked me. Wait, that actually he had. There's a quote there from him from about, about Josh Allen being untradeable. Yeah, he said something like, yeah, someone asked him and he said something like, you could give us every player on the franchise, the stadium and a ticket and a, and a key to the city and it wouldn't be enough. 
pretty something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't wrong. Uh, no. Well, biggest thing is probably that the combine's happening because like <laughs> two weeks ago, it was like, you know, uh, there's going to be a strike. And then 24 hours after that, they're like, okay, we're, we're back on. Game on. Yeah. And then while that's happening, like that happens. And then uh, the NFLPA and the NFL drop all their protocols, which is no big deal because for the most part, you know, you're just talking about one-on-one meetings with people. You know, you don't, yeah. you're not having big team gathering meetings. So I feel was, like there's a lot less players performing drills, like out of nowhere. It's like really random. Like there's like no announcement, like Malik Willis wasn't running. Like that was kind of random. Right. And day one of the quarterbacks, it was literally, who was it? It was like Jack Cohen and some other random quarterback. Only two quarterbacks ran, ran the 40 in the first, in the first heat. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Really random. So looks like a lot of players are, I feel like pretty soon they're going to start shifting to like just pro days. Mm-hmm. Like go to Indy, do the interviews, maybe some on field workouts and then do most of their workouts on pro days. Well, that was leading into something I wanted to talk about. Uh, something I brought up before we started recording, which is the transition to the modern day uh, use of analytics and different metrics and how we obtain those numbers, I think is going to start changing a lot of stuff. So uh, it was an article, I forget who it was from, but definitely on Twitter, you can find it. So Cooper Cup runs his 40 time at the combine and he runs in like like a 464, something like something not good at all. Like, oof, a smaller guy, you know, not the most bursty guy. And then he also doesn't run fast. That's not good. But then he goes to his pro day, and at his pro day, they use GPS tracking, and that gave a actual miles per hour uh, metric to follow, and that's what led the Rams to wanting to choose Cooper Cup. That's why they were okay with him, not scared <coughs> off. So Good I pick. wonder if we get to a point where they just say, "Yeah, we're going to run the forty, but we're not getting like forty times. We don't care anymore." Right, and, and like positional wise too, like a, a ten yard split is a lot of ways more impactful for a running back than even the 40 yard dashes. And that's the, the truth for other things too, like defensive ends. I'm much more yeah, like with those like shuttles with those like bursty positions like that. Yeah. People probably care more about, you know, the vertical like bursts, like that your suddenness and like that. That's it just translates to that like 40 yard. I mean, the 40 yard at, at the end of the day, like it matters, but it's like, you're not doing that with full pads on. No, you're not. So, and yeah, and you're not asking, like you said, the shuttle. The other thing that always bothered me is wide receivers. Like you don't line up in a a track position to start your, you know, at the the snap. You're at at the CFL. You start 10 yards back behind the line of scrimmage. It's just run that too. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's maybe the 40 yard is a thing that because then it's you can trace it across like other sports. And maybe it's because that's uniform and forties, a forties, a 40 and high school, forties, a 40 and college 40, 40 gets people to watch the combine. That's why people watch the combine. Yeah. Run rich run. Yeah. That's why casual fans watch the, watch the combines for the 40 yard dash. Mm -hmm. And then casual fans uh, duplicate that by running in their workplace. Yeah. And some do it with having a torn ACL. (laughs) Did you do that? Remember when we did it at the at ice? You raced Devin, and then I tried, oh, yeah. and then I couldn't because my knee gave out. 
Yeah, I do remember that. That was pretty fun. Uh, yeah. So I, I do think that overall there is a, a a different movement going on with younger minds and how they take in information right now with the combine. And I think that's going to be better for their sport. It's going to be better for the scouting and everything moving forward. Right. Agreed. So day one, Ryan, you told me was what positions again? Quarterback running or quarterback wide receiver tight end. Okay. Let's, we'll start at the number one position of quarterback. Uh, do you want to do this? You do one. I do one. You want to do a group talk? We didn't really talk that out. I want to talk about my boy Malik. Do it. You have the floor. I've been talking about Malik Willis. I've even talked to you about Malik Willis. I'm pro Malik Willis. I've always said this. Um, so at the combine, he 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 opted to not run the forty. Perfectly fine. Does Liberty? I'm sure they're gonna have a pro day for Liberty. They, yeah. they're gonna have to for him. So I don't know if he's gonna run there. I mean, I don't think he has to. Everyone knows he's fast. He's gonna be the, he's probably the fastest quarterback there. Um, what like team teams know he's fast. Teams are worried about can he throw the ball. And during drills, he was probably the best quarterback there. And even going back to the Senior Bowl, a lot of guys said who was the best quarterback, probably Malik Willis. Who was the worst at some days, probably Malik Willis. But dude, did you happen to see like the go routes and like on some of these deep balls Malik was throwing? Yes. Just un- like un- un- unbelievable throws. He was throwing with pace, and he was just accurate on all the throws, all of them. So Malik Willis, I think. I think he's almost a lock now to be the first quarterback taken. I really do. Which is actually unfortunate for Malik because I was kind of hoping that he would slip down the board and land with a team that's in a better position. Yeah. Uh, so somebody that's got a better framework. You know, it's always tough when you're picked in the top five because I wouldn't hate him in Washington. Well, that's they have decent skill skill positions. I mean, Carolina would would be good. Um. I don't think Atlanta's going to take a quarterback, but yeah, hard to shock the world if Jacksonville take him <laughs> or Detroit. Are they trading Sunshine? No, never mind. No, hey, I thought you were going to be having fun. You were going to trade off Trevor Lawrence. I was like, no, I mean, I'm, very, I'm very, very forgettable rookie season for Trevor Lawrence, but I think Trevor Lawrence has a little bit more of a ceiling than Malik Willis does, but. <laughs> Yeah, Malik Malik Willis proved, you know, that he he looks the part. Yep. Desmond Ritter had the fastest time out of uh, all quarterbacks at the Combine. Pretty good for a 50-year-old quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Our old man's got scoots, man. He can really scoot. He looks a lot younger without a helmet on and not in his ESPN headshot. Yes, yes. That headshot is not good. (laughs) So bad. Unflattering. Uh, the other thing, Kenny Pickett, the biggest news around him all the, the whole time was hand size. Uh, he said leading up to the draft that he had a double jointed thumb, so like they were having trouble measuring his hand. I don't think that's the case. I mean, we can all measure our hands. Um, having eight inch hands seems quite small as I'm staring at mine right now, and I don't mm. have big hands. I don't know how much it matters. I honestly don't. Did you hear Kenny Pickett's quote? 
when you throw a touchdown, no one ever says with a tiny hand. That one. Yeah. <laughs> when you throw a beautiful ball 45 yards downfield, no one goes, what a pass from Kenny Pickett. Small hand. <laughs> Small hand. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. That was actually pretty funny. Yeah. He, he's, you know, he's polished. He, he can handle this. Um, the other notable quarterbacks I thought this weekend that helped themselves a little bit. Um, the guy from Nevada, Carson. Carson Strong. Yeah. He, he had some good, good throws. Mm-hmm. I think Sam Howell had some pretty good throws too. I mean, Sam Howell has always been like a touch passer. And I remember when I was watching this, Daniel Jeremiah said on air that he probably has the best deep ball in the class. And then after Malik Willis threw, I, Daniel Jeremiah was probably like, I don't know. <laughs> but no, I think Sam Howell had, had a pretty good, had a pretty good combine too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this Baker class, Junior. this class is not making it easy on us. I don't think, even with Malik Willis finally kind of claiming most of the spotlight, I would say, I still don't feel real, real strong about it because it's it's a very weak division of football that he's playing. He played in, um, you know, exceptionally, like because we're not even talking like who's the last quarterback to come out of a real small school that. I mean, Josh Allen, I guess, but yeah. even even Liberty's all stepped down from playing in Wyoming. Almost, yeah. yeah. So a lot of lot of proving still to be done with this class. I I would put my chips in on Malik, and I I know you obviously are. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about with quarterbacks? Not really. There's a guy there. His name's Dustin Crum, and I think of uh, Harry Potter every time I see his name. Of the last name Crum, yeah, yeah. I get that reference. Uh, Bailey Zappi, um, uh, he's all hype. Just so. uh, yeah. I watched his throws. Uh, not 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 that great. <laughs> he's the uh, single season touchdown record. Yeah, holder. he had like the video game stats at Western Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So, right four eight eight. That's pretty cool. Yeah, if I'm uh, sitting around in day three, I guess I'll I'll take a stab on or a chance on Zappy. I'd probably still take that punter from San Diego State over Bailey Zappy. I don't care how you pronounce it. I'm calling him Zappy his whole career. So Zappy. I'm gonna give him an um uh umlaut over top of the e or something. Yep. 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 Moving on, what's what are we talking about? Uh, wideouts? It feels like a decade ago, Chris Olave ran a four two six. I'm telling my grandkids he ran a four two six. Four three nine. How do you how do you mess that up, NFL? Bad luck. I think that only proves the point that we need this GPS tracking. Standardize it. Enough of this human error BS. It's all hype. Mm. It's just get mm. us to follow along for the first night. Right. I'm out. Uh, either way, uh, Chris Lavin and Garrett Wilson uh, lock first round locks now. So yeah, he obviously didn't get um, some. Some of the names just are not uh, medically cleared to do any sort of drills right now. So uh, yeah. It, it gave some guys some real chances, though, to step up. Calvin Austin is a name that I was interested in before the draft. It, Dude, he started off hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, started the drills off. Runs a 4-3-2 uh, 
40. He looked super clean, super smooth, uh, running the gauntlet. One of my favorite favorite drills where mm-hmm. they have to keep catching passes on either side, right? Turning their head super smooth. That's the only thing I want to see with that is just, you know, how natural do you look doing it? Obviously, does not mimic anything that happens in real life football games, but still a fun drill nonetheless. Um, the other went guy, to Memphis for track and field and ended up playing football. So, right, <laughs> just a freak athlete. And I mean, they just produce those guys, right? I mean, they're yep. every single draft. Memphis is putting out somebody silly. Um, Daryl Henderson, receiver. Uh, all those guys. Oh, who's the other running back there? Daryl Henderson. Um, uh, plays for the uh, Commanders. Um, Antonio Gibson. That's right. Yeah. I thought Sky Moore had a good combine. It's a Christian Paso guy right there. Yeah, Sky Moore shows up. Um, a small school guy, Western Michigan. Um, you know Mac, but uh, running that solid four four one. Yeah, he mm. needed that because he is not a big dude. <laughs> dude, this this wide receiver class is so fast. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Velas Jones Jr. A lot. Of, I heard a lot of Debo Samuel comps to him. And every team in the NFL could use a Debo Samuel. Um, yeah. This could be like a good, you know, probably second, third round pick. Um, rookie year, throw him in the, throw him in the, throw him in the, like, uh, Jesus, throw him in the kick return group and just let him, like, let him flourish, dude. This guy, I, I went back and watched him of him. His, him in the open field is unbelievable. So, this Jones Jr., who ran a 4 3 1, speed guy. Can't wait to watch him uh, returning kicks on Sundays, dude. He's gonna be fun. Who else, dude? Um, Traylon Burks, four five five, not great. I'm okay with it because of the way that he plays. Yeah, as like a big body perimeter guy. Yeah, right. Four five still fast, man. Like, um, oh, I, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean. It, it kind of stinks that he was in this class with these all these receivers that are running like mm-hmm. four O's and stuff. But yeah, I honestly don't know um, what he was expected to run. I would I would hope no, that he was, wasn't expected to run in the four fours. Probably high four fours at, at max. Right. But if, if he snuck in at a four four nine four four eight, that'd be like whoa. Okay, that's legit. J- Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama, he's he's starting to rise up boards now. He's like six three, like two fifteen. I think he ran a four four nine. So that's another perimeter guy that is really starting to shoot up boards. The alpha alpha receiver type body. So yeah, um, Jahan Dotson. We both know you both. We both know like how much I like him. So uh, he ran a four four three. I don't think he dropped a pass the whole like in any of the drills. Like Jahan Dotson is like uh, I'm really excited for him. And I really hope the Bills draft him. I really do. Me too. Uh, George Pickens uh, is similar. You know, Jalen Tolbert would be, in my opinion, would be like a a poor man's George Pickens. Mm-hmm. Uh, bigger guy. George Pickens could be wide receiver one. <laughs> Very could be. I I love his dedication in the in the run game. He's mm-hmm. a great run blocker. Good mentality with that guy. I like him a lot. Yeah, this class super fun. Um. Our boy out of USC did did he not run? I don't see. I don't think he did anything. Okay, I don't know if he's nursing Um, an injury. If we all, he did say that he was just going to do everything at the pro day, didn't he? Pro day. Um, We have our freak athlete of the wide receiver class. Yeah, Uh, Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. 
44140, 40 and a half inch vertical. Oh, they don't have his broad jump on here. He must not have done that well. But no, that was another guy I read a lot about on Twitter. He's kind of a hot name right now, too. Alex mm-hmm. Cincinnati. So 40 and a half inch vertical. How tall is he? I don't think he's that big. I don't think he's a big guy. Entertain the masses. Who are you looking for? I was just looking at heights right now. Alec Pierce. Yep. Oh, uh, he's 6'3". He's huge. Okay. Yeah. He's huge. His hands um, aren't that big. Only nine inch. Yeah. Can't throw a football far as a wide receiver. <laughs> oh, George Pickens, eight and three quarters. Not that big. Um, You know what was kind of cool to watch, though? Um, David Bell was a local product, and everyone was cheering for him, like right before his drills and after his drills, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, didn't do that great. I mean, he ran a four six five. So, I think that's kind of a hot name in the preseason too. David Bell, like, the, like he was going to be like in this like top tier of wide receivers. I think he, I think he that was expected. I thought I think yeah. he was expected that he wouldn't run well, not his right. game. But he's a great possession guy. He's a yeah. great possession guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? We can move on to tight ends. Yes. Oh, the one thing notable about this wide receiver class from Chris Trapazzo saw a tweet. Uh, he said that um, there was only one guy who had a three cone drill in the skill position under, I forget the metric, but it was literally on one guy in this class. And that's the first time that's happened since 2017. I'm going to find the exact metric. But notable that we had all these, like, we looked at all these fast 40 times in the yeah. fours. The fact that he would have anything of note where it was like, wow, but I don't know, the three cone drills, they're kind of a little wimpy. DK Metcalf is somewhere smiling right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I told you guys. <laughs> uh, w- Want to get us into the tight end class while I look this up? Yeah. Um, dude, Jelani Woods from Virginia. Four six one. I think he had like twenty five reps, uh, twenty four reps on the bench press. Um, yeah, second fastest forty. Uh, sticky hands, like dude, and he's like six seven. Dude's massive, so he definitely won. Um, the kid from UCLA. What the? Um, oh, here it is. Uh, Greg Greg Dulcich. That dude. He ran a four seven. Also, really good hands. Didn't drop anything. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah said he had the best rep of the gauntlet he's seen in a while. Um, so that's always a good note to have. And then Chigosium Okawanku. I like that name. Maryland. 452. 452. So that's that another. So that's fun. Um, Trey McBride. I don't think he did. He run. Trey McBride out of Colorado State. I don't know, um, but he's another big name. So I know he had a couple good catches on some of the route running. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think Jelani Woods and a con quo are the are the big winners and Dulcich from UCLA. So. Hell yeah, but it doesn't matter. The Bills are getting Gronk. So <laughs> supposedly. People are really mad about that. Rumor mail is fired up this week. Yeah, people are very mad about that. Um, do you want to do offensive line? Yeah, let's do that. Um, 
Trevor Penning. Northern Iowa just producing me people. Spencer Brown and Trevor Penning. Um, Evan Neal uh, built like a small tractor trailer. He's lean. He's like a lean 337. Did you see the, his, the picture of him without a shirt on? Yeah. They compared him to uh, uh, Vince Wilfork, who was like 10 pounds heavier. And good God. Let's <laughs> see. It's ridiculous. So I'm a side by side shot. And it was really fucking. It was so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Evan Neal. Uh, uh, good shape for being almost 350 pounds. So uh, I think he pretty much sealed one overall. Um, I bet. Well, especially paired with team need, you know. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, uh, back to Trevor Penning. Uh, 489. Dude's like 6'7". So that's dope. Um, he had uh, the broad jump. Uh, he did 9'3". Um, far too large to jump to be jumping that far. So that's cool. Um, yeah, dude, Trevor Penning, I'm, I'm loving that guy. Every time I see a mock where like, He's not taken before like 20. I'm like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Like, I just don't see it. How? You know what I mean? Like, how does every team in the NFL could use uh, Trevor Penning? Everyone. So. Thoughts? I think that you're right. I think everyone needs a dude that's willing to stand up there and punch dudes in the face and kill someone and then yeah. tell them how short they are after they, after he blocks them. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I think this class of, of linemen is shaping up where I think you can get a little bit of everything into the third day. Yeah. If, if you are a ground and pound team that needs dudes to move people in the run block, game especially you will find your guy in the in day three maybe not a stud but you know a guy that can definitely play for your team right i think the top half of the the pass blockers like um obviously neil uh awanku's guy's name up there um who's um joe marino's joe marino's got a dude that he's absolutely in love with but um Charles Cross. Is that it? From Mississippi State. I can't think of it right now. But uh, our boy Alex Lindstrom. Dude, uh, Zion. Uh, Zion uh, Zion Johnson, I think is his name. That's it. That's the dude he's crushing on. Zion Johnson from BC. Yep. <laughs> 32 reps on the bench. For us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he also jumped a 9-4. Um, he's probably one of the best pass blockers in the interior. Like, he's, he's a beast. Yeah. So... Uh, yep. He's also very vicious, so that's fun. And then uh, we'll shout out Chris Tr- Chris Trapasso once again. Uh, his boy Cam Jurgen shows up here. Did you see? Uh, did you see their, their nickname for him on here? No. Beef Jerky. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good offensive lineman nickname. That's Beef Jerky. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, I want him now. No, but uh, like even like. <laughs> Dude, listen just to these 40 times. I'm not going to read names, but just listen to these 40 times on these offensive linemen. It's crazy. 488, 489, 489, 489, 492, 492. Like, there's literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 guys that ran under a five flat. Are you kidding? And they're all over 300 pounds, probably. (laughs) Yeah. 
It's not right. Yeah. I mean, very, even uh, our boy from NC State, Iquanu, uh, like, that's another, like, who's in contention for a first overall, ran a ridiculous 4 9 3, which is stupid. He's a freak athlete. Unreal. Like, yeah. The, the only reason, uh, I don't know who said it, but I agreed with him 100%. The only reason that he isn't talked about as the the number one tackle prospect is because NC State football has been terrible these last. So because he didn't go to Alabama like Evan Neal. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. This offensive line class is fun. Offensive line class showed up. Wide receiver class showed it's up. Been a, it's been a good combine. It's been fun. Yeah, the running back class is interesting in the fact that. They're also, I don't think, is a clear number one. And I, think I also Brees made that clear. You think so? Like I think he did. Number one, but not number one as far as day one. I mean, he was like top five in everything except the the 40. Mm-hmm. Or ran a four three nine forty, had a 40 inch vert, had a 10 6 broad jump. I mean, Brees Hall's a freak. And just not like his production at Iowa State. Dude, we were talking about Brees Hall in 2019. Like, oh, yeah, we were. We were like early suits, in that. Yeah, like Brocktober and Brees Hall. Yeah. Probably was Alan Lazard there for that, too, That, that when he was at Iowa State? Probably and, not. And uh, who's, the, who's the tight end, or is that Iowa? Kolar? Isn't Kolar Iowa Charlie State? Charlie Kolar? Yeah, isn't yeah. he Iowa State? <laughs> yeah, he was a senior, so he had to come out, right? Yeah, he's in this tight end class. He's no Trey McBride, so. Yeah. Who is? But yeah, dude. Uh Brees Hall, like just his like stats alone. Like he left Iowa State with like four thousand yards, fifty touchdowns, and like over five a carry. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think I he's my RB one right now. Yeah. So. so I guess I accidentally just bumped him bumped us into day two of the combine by bringing up running backs. Ladanian Tomlinson is saying uh he thinks he can go in the first round, but that's just because he's a running back, so I don't know. <laughs> Be cool though if he did. I mean, Brees Hall's very good. Like, he'd be a great fit on the Dolphins. I, I think he can fit anywhere. He dead oh, he'd be amazing. The Imagine the Bucks. He'd be great with the Bucks. Yeah. Learn for net walking. Ronald Jones is a bum. Like, and then Pierre Strong. Pierre Strong was unreal last year in college. Seventeen hundred yards, eighteen touchdowns, seven yards of carry mm-hmm. <laughs> at South Dakota State. So, um, he's another interesting guy. And he's not small either. So yeah, I watched him and the uh, their playoffs. I caught one of their playoff games, and he jumped off the page or the the screen. I guess just to say, obviously, yep. uh, both Georgia backs look good. James Cook, Zamir White, um, Zamir White running the four four was huge. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was huge. Yeah. Kenneth Walker the third running a four three eight ginormous, and it's not yeah. because you want to know that he's fast. You just wanted to know what you saw him doing. <laughs> translates that could be like a 1a 1b thing i but i still give the slight edge to hall and i want kenneth walker on the bills over um hall in a way obviously as a michigan guy huh oh dude i'm totally i'm totally fine with taking you know (laughs) ohio state players michigan state players it don't matter if you're good did you hear um uh jeremy uh ruckert's quote about the bills no he said he's from Long Island, and most of his friends are Bills fans. And he said the Bills are the only team in New York. Oh! And everyone's like, draft Jeremy Rucker one overall, trade up and get him one overall. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I take you. I love it. I'm on board. 
Yeah, Kenneth Walker, just because of his run style to me, I needed to see when he gets he's downhill. Vicious. Yeah, when he gets downhill, man, he's so tough. I like the, my. I'm a one cut guy though. That's kind of my. Kind I remember of watching him when they played Michigan later in the year. I was like, "Good God!" Right? Because didn't he carve out Michigan? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, he's the only reason they won that game. Their quarterback yeah. was trash. Yeah, Kenneth Walker, good. Breeshaw, great. Um, I think that's where we're at right now. And then today is D line linebacker corner. Right. So we're looking forward to today. Uh yeah, I'll watch is, is Devontae Wyatt. So well, uh, well, going back and watching the clips of all my Michigan guys, big day for the Michigan guys today. Daxon Hill with a lot of money on the line today. Oh, because yeah. I think he had a, a a good career, but Jabril Peppers had much more momentum heading into the draft yeah. than Daxon Hill did. He he kind of got turned around and torched quite a bit by Georgia. Uh, that's the last time we saw him on field playing football. So he's got a lot of money in the line. I think Cowboys or Chiefs are going to make him very wealthy. Right. <laughs> yeah. I saw though, we're not talking about him, but I don't know the name and it actually works for this because we're not talking about them. We'll come back and talk day two on another day, but I'm sorry, day three, one day three. Uh, there's a guy with an 84 and a quarter inch wingspan in this DN class. Good God. 84 and a quarter inch. What? That's insane. No, no, that guy throws up 30 reps on the bench press. Then I'll be impressed. Oh yeah. Then, well, then he's probably getting drug tested immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good God. You can Step fly. over here real quick, son. <laughs> get, 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 get this guy in a pool. Yeah. Some fast as hell. And, uh, I think the biggest thing that I took out of this weekend too is because of the existence of Twitter and that's how I consume a lot of my combine stuff this time around. I didn't have a chance to watch as many live drills, even though they were in prime time. So I didn't really have a great excuse, but I've got kids. So watching on Twitter, people are all retweeting quotes from people loving their teams. Like, Oh, I met with the Bills. I love so and so player. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. They, I mean, what do you want them to say? Something like, "I don't think they're that good." <laughs> like, right? Hey, yeah. how would you like the, playing in the secondary of the Bills? Well, I don't think they're that good. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't want to catch balls from Josh Allen. That would suck. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Holmes. I think Patrick Holmes is mediocre at best. Actually, yeah. Think about what do you think about playing with Jared Goff? I fucking hate it. I don't want to do that. Don't try. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> what? Yeah. How would you like playing for the, the offensive mind like Sean McVay? You know, I actually think he's a little overrated. Right. Right. That dude would shoot himself up the draft board immediately. How would you like playing with uh in Washington next to Chase Young? I think your owner's a piece of shit. I don't want to play there. <laughs> that would be a good move to not get drafted by them. <laughs> yeah, that would probably work. I think Dan Snyder is an awful human being. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. Well, this is uh, this has been fun. This is really, I think Ryan, you already said it. This this class has got some real fun, explosive athletes. In Very it. fast. Yeah, yeah. This wide receiver class, the offensive line class. I think we'll find out that the uh, cornerback class is exceptional today. We'll find that out as well. So this this class is shaping up to be better than average. I think is Stingley working out. That is a good question. I did see something about him, but 
I didn't. Oh, no, 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 no. He's not. No, he's doing his pro day. He's doing his pro, pro day. day. He's, okay. he's there for interviews. Okay. This is your game. Uh, Ryan, what, what do you have to tell the folks? Subscribe. Like and share. Mm-hmm. Watch the combine. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't, subscribe to us on Crafting and Drafting. That's right. Uh, as well yeah. as Two Point. Mm hmm. Is good, very good stuff. And go to the game night tonight if you're local. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, this is not coming. Oh, all right, maybe I'll hustle. I'll get this out today. Oh shoot, dang! Okay. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I can. I definitely can get this out today. I'll do this right after we're done recording. All right. Um, in the meantime, I want you all to uh, actually do something really big for us over on crafting. If you like beer. All right. Give us a list of your favorite beers to help us figure out how to rank this. It did not go well so far with engagement. So if you're a listener, if you're one of our subscribers, find your way over to crafting and drafting. I we are asking your input on our March Madness beer bracket. All right. So help us fill that out because yeah, we know it's a lot of work, but it should be fun too. Fun is fun. Fun is fun. So and if you don't like beer, then fo- find someone who does. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, we'll be back next week for more combine recap. Uh, until then, let's all just keep processing that uh, process. Go Bills. Do you trust the process? Respect the process.